0: Welcome to Digital Marketing Intelligence, Ask the Experts, a live bi-weekly show to help you know what to do and what's new in digital marketing for 2021 and beyond. Ask questions, suggest topics, and grow faster with actionable insights and proven strategies from the world's leading experts. everybody, and welcome to Digital Marketing Intelligence for Startups, Ask the Experts. I'm your host, Marissa Morgan, and I'm very excited to welcome you to today's first show of the 2022 year. We are all very excited at Engage to continue bringing you our live bi-weekly show, and we're going to be finishing up our series from 2021 in the next two weeks, and then we're very excited to be starting our series on Shopify. By the way, I'm noticing my camera's a little bit blurry. We're going to get that figured out here in just a moment. Um, But in the meantime, I do want to introduce you to our very special guest. Before I do that, I want to share our topic for today. Our topic is agile marketing. We're going to talk about what it is and why it's crucial to your business success in 2022 and, of course, beyond. Before I introduce you to our very special guest who's joining us today from New York, I do want to share with you just a little bit about Engage. Engage is the sponsor of our show. They produce our incredible, insightful bi-weekly series, and if you're not familiar with Engage, I want to share with you that what it is is a cloud based platform. And we just restructured to be a mod- modular platform service. It's called Engage OS. And what it does is it democratizes the power of business communication software. So early stage and small to mid sized businesses using non technical staff can quickly and easily. Build customer-facing applications that fill their needs at little or no cost at all. Yes, you heard me, little or no cost. Engage OS consists of customizable modules that are simple enough for anyone to use on their own, or you can combine them with a click of a button, and they're very powerful and allow you and your small business to drive the core communication functionality within any business for any use case. And these are also integrated easily with other systems and applications. Now, some of the modules that we offer include SMS, WhatsApp, live chat, and chat agents to man your your website 24-7, 365. We offer Facebook Messenger, Instagram DM, Apple Business Chat, CRM, and also a help desk. All modules also include bots, automation, and a variety of other free productivity features. Now, it's really bumming me out, you guys, that I'm blurry today. Let's just see if I can fix this on my own. Ooh, I did it. Okay. Sometimes it's just the camera needs a moment. You know what? The camera this morning is representational of how we all felt, I think, coming into 22. We could see, but we couldn't see clearly what we had planned. Um, And that's okay. We're going to get through this year together. Okay, listen, without further ado, I just want to share with you very quickly how you can find out more about Engage, and you can do that at www.engage.com. So after today's show, be sure to check us out, check out all our free and um, optional services that you can get a hold of for little or no cost to grow and scale your business and improve your customer experience. Okay, now that I'm clear, and now that I know our guest is going to be clear, I'm very excited to introduce you to our guest of the hour. Her name is Virginie, and I want to say Glazner. And I hope Mm -hmm. that That I'm pronouncing it right. Okay, good. Um, Mm -hmm. And when you hear her speak in a moment, you'll say, hmm, okay, so she's in New York, but she's not from New York. So we'll get to her beautiful accent in just a moment. But if you don't know who Virginie is, you need to. Virginie is a digital evangelist, a marketing technologist, and an innovation thought leader with 25 years of industry experience, specializing in converging marketing, digital and offline, technology, and innovation strategies to deliver connected and omni-channel customer experiences that inspire customer behavior and drive top-line growth and maximize ROI. Her goals are right up our alley. That is exactly what our software goal aims, or exactly what our software aims to help Small businesses do, Virginie. She's a driven veteran of marketing, social media, digital, and mobile. She brings a strong and diverse skill set and is a seasoned expert in SaaS and new technologies, founding two software startups and establishing authority as an entrepreneur, social media, mobile, and digital marketing maven. That's one of my favorite words, by the way, maven. She's a conscious leader, a successful co-founder of Acorn Oak Agency, which is headquartered in New York. And with her agency, she's responsible for designing digital marketing and sales funnel strategies to drive sustainability and for helping leaders and teams navigate complexity with confidence and clarity of thought. She dedicates her work to improve people's lives by maximizing their efforts and making their intentions a reality. She has harnessed more than 30 years of experience through executive leadership, consulting work, keynoting, and thought leadership. She's spoken at conferences around the world, and she's the co-author of the Leadership Singularity, which was published in September 2020 and co-written in the midst of this crazy pandemic with three strangers. That's so interesting. So, Leadership Singularity exposes the failure of current marketing and leadership practices and presents more persuasive, persistent, and scalable solutions. It is available on Amazon. And she will offer you a complimentary digital print. And I can share the link to get that at the end of today's show. She is the host of Pass the Mic podcast, which aims to bring compassion and conscious leadership to business and in our personal lives and help listeners ask themselves questions to become conscious self authoring leaders. On top of that, in 2019, she co-launched Acorn Agency to empower other women with a belief that the world is a better place when the feminine and masculine energies hold balance. And I agree with that. She holds a master's degree from HEC, one of France's top three business schools, as well as a major in management and a minor in business administration. And as I mentioned, Here, well, I just shared, aside from being from France, she just released her first novel as well, which is such a fun fact. Virginie, I hope you don't mind the long introduction, but you've got quite a lot to be proud of, and we're very excited to have you here to share your insights today.
1: Thank you very much, Marissa. I'm very excited to be here, and I can't wait to get into that conversation and discussion around job marketing and digital intelligence. But thank you for that wonderful presentation.
0: Oh, you're more than welcome, and thank you for joining us for our bi-weekly show. You are our first guest of 2022, and I'm excited to talk about agile marketing because I know it's something that you're very passionate about. Before we get into today's talk, would you like to share with us, you know, the path, you know, and just kind of the Cliff Notes version that led you to this world of digital marketing and becoming this social media digital marketing maven?
1: Sure. I actually started my career in technology back a long time ago in Paris and in sales. And I was always fascinated of uh, human behavior. So I naturally went back. Some of the topic that I've learned in my business school, but I went back to marketing, fell in love with it. Um, and I can't get enough of it, all about I'm really interested and fascinated by human behavior, why people do what they do, and, you know, what drives us as humans, so it sometimes brings me into a very deep conversation, and we might have one of those today, we'll see.
0: I'm excited. I'm very, very excited. By the way, I do want to welcome all of our viewers on LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube. Thank you for joining us today. This is a live and an interactive talk. So if you have any questions or comments for Virginie, please feel free to share those comments in the comment section below. Or if you have questions, we'd love to answer those live during today's show. Now, before we get into our talk, I do want to share with our audience uh, a small outline that we put together, Virginie of some of the key insights that you'd like to share with our audience. So we're talking about agile marketing and digital intelligence. What is it and why is it crucial for your success in 2022 and beyond? So first and foremost, we'll talk about what agile marketing is. And you'll share with us a little bit more about what that is. We'll talk about if agile marketing is about being agile, right, and the ability to move quickly, then basically the opposite is, you know, is not true. You know, that it, it, it does require you to take time to dive deeper into your unconscious behaviors and beliefs. Um, sorry, I feel like I totally jumbled that, that bullet point. You're saying, yes, you did. Um, but we'll get into no, no, basically...
1: no worries. We'll, we'll... Go, ahead. go ahead. What were you going to say? We're going to get, I mean, this is a wonderful summary, but I will definitely uh, take one each bullet at a time. So
0: don't worry about it.
1: We'll get into it. And then
0: we'll talk about basically how digital intelligence is about applying context to agile marketing. So agile marketing by itself maybe isn't as important as how you apply context to it, how you use it. And then, Virginie, you're going to help us understand five different types of context that we can use when we're talking about agile marketing. You guys, I'm like, I feel like I'm a little dusty. This is the first show of 2022 and I feel like I gotta kinda dust off the cobwebs. But this is why I am the host and we have these amazing and insightful guests. I am just here to help our guests shine. So let me do that. Virginie, I'm gonna let you take it away. Share with us how you describe agile marketing. Let's start there. What is agile marketing?
1: Sure. And you did a wonderful job. So that, that presentation was brilliant. Um, so what is agile marketing? It's it's uh, quite simple. Agile marketing is a tactical marketing approach in which marketing teams collectively identify high value projects on which they want to focus their collective effort. Um, interestingly, agile marketing takes its inspirations from agile software development. And it has three key values, three key rules to follow. So the first rule is of agile marketing is responding to change over following a plan. The second one is rapid iterations over big bang campaigns, and the third is testing and data over opinion, convention, or feelings. Now. To implement marketing campaigns that follow an agile approach it's actually quite simple. All you need to do is to do three things. First, you have a loose plan, which you reassess weekly. The second is you launch fast-paced campaigns instead of long-term and high-priced campaigns. So for example, if you do Google AdWords or social media advertising campaign, they will typically start and run for one to two weeks. And then you keep refining them until you're satisfied with the ROI. And the third is you use data to confirm your assumption, right? So you would think that it's easy, but despite this easy three-step process, many marketing teams struggle using agile marketing. And the reason is because this agile marketing approach doesn't take in consideration context. So that's what is agile marketing.
0: Taking things into context. And one thing that you just, um, you touched on that I think we have learned so much through our digital marketing biweekly show is this idea that it's not really a set it and forget it mentality, right? That works Mm -hmm. in digital marketing. You have to try new things and you also have to try things for a period of time and test them, right? In order to figure out what's working for your business or your campaign, Or And what's not? What's getting the uh, desired results and what's not? It seems like agile marketing, that's a big part of agile marketing.
1: Absolutely. Yes. It's all about tries and error. Um, And some organization culture are more favorable to those trials and others or less. Um, But uh, it's interesting because if we had this conversation, you know, five years ago, we would have stopped. At agile marketing as being the tactical approach, um, I would have given examples and <clears throat> and that's it. But today, in an in a an ef- in an effort to be myself agile, um, I I added this element of digital intelligence, and and that what I, what it means is that agile marketing is no longer sufficient in the current environment. So. Um, digital marketing. So it, should I go
0: now into the digital, digital intelligence, what it means? Sure. Sure. I'm okay. actually, and I, I I apologize. I'm just seeing a small like issue on, on LinkedIn and I don't know if it's my phone or LinkedIn. So if I'm looking down, it's just to make sure that we are live. Um, I see a ton of people tuning in. So I just want to make sure they can all see and hear us. So yes, please Wonderful. feel free to go into the digital intelligence aspect okay. of Great. your insights.
1: So if agile marketing is about agility, which means being able to move quickly and easily, digital intelligence is actually the opposite. It requires us to take time to dive deeper into our, our unconscious behaviors and belief, which is not an easy task. So let me explain what I meant, um, what I mean. I said earlier that agile marketing doesn't take context into consideration, right? So what is context? there are five types of context that needs to be carefully identified and understood. And actually, again, if we had this conversation, let's say a year ago, I may have only brought to your attention three contexts. And now there's five contexts that I want to share. So I'm going to give you those five contexts with example and feel free to interrupt. And you know, if you have feedback or if anyone has a particular question, I'm, I'm happy to uh, dive into it.
0: Perfect. And it does look like we're live. Tons of people are tuning in. So I just want to quickly welcome you all again. Um, It looked like we had a little tech issue at the beginning of our show. So I've got Virginie Glazer here. She is sharing with us what agile marketing is, how it can be helpful for you to grow and scale in 2022 and beyond. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to leave them in the comment section. And we'd love to answer those and share those during today's talk. So sorry about that. Just wanted to reintroduce you for all of the people that are just joining us right now on LinkedIn,
1: so. And for those who haven't heard, so agile marketing is a tactical marketing approach in which marketing teams collectively identify the high value project so they can focus their collective effort. Um, It comes from agile software development and it has three simple rules uh, that um, should be implemented. So responding to change over following a plan, rapid iterations over big bang campaigns and testing and data over opinion and feeling. So those are the three rules that a marketing team should follow. Um, and so, agile marketing is no not sufficient enough in today's environment because it doesn't take in consideration context. There's five contexts that needs to be carefully identified and understood. So the first one is the state of your market. That's kind of the easy one. Everybody does it, whether you're an entrepreneur or a business. Uh, how many competitors you have? What are, are they direct or indirect competitors? And of course, this is a, a context that is important because people are influenced by other companies and by their prior experience and understanding of the product. So that state, uh, that context, will set and influence their expectations and desires. So the first one is the state of the market. The second one is the society values. Now that one is really interesting. Back in the 1980s, for example, the society society value at the time were all about greed is good. It was about consumer consumerism, not an easy word to say, versus today in 2022, as we start the year, I think we all or familiar with the new values that are emerging in our society. They're centered around sustainability, equality, inclusivity, just to name a few. And these values as a whole will influence how your customer values your product and your service. So that's the second context, society values. And then the third is Our customer's emotional state. Now, again, I think most people will agree that across all industries, we're currently experiencing a high sense of distrust, stress, and anxiety. And so that means a couple of things. First, customers' attention or extremely, the the attention spam is very low. And two, uh, transparency is becoming a key. And so that should directly influence what marketers put out there. So the third context is the, emo- the customer's emotional state. Um, one thing that I'd like to add on this emotional state context for a customer is that we have to remind ourselves how people perceive a brand, you know, the feeling they experience, the personal meaning that they're making is what determines their behavior and decisions. And one of the biggest mistakes that marketers do is to assume, and I'm guilty as well, is to assume that people are rational decision makers, that they're convinced by fact and data, but they're not. They're people driven by their desires, their perceptions and their feelings. And they use information as a tool to rationalize those feelings. So that's the third context customer's emotional state. And that's really important.
0: Any, any questions, Marisa? Yeah, no, I'm just, I'm taking this all in because this is a new, um, concept for me. Um, let's talk a little bit about this emotional side of things. Obviously you work very hard as a consultant and with your agency to help businesses, right. To, um, to be able to achieve their goals, to be able to, you know, utilize digital marketing, social media. What are some of the changes that you've seen in these contexts over the last two years during the pandemic and because of the, the shifts that are happening and uh, the pivoting that's happening, the, the remote working that's happening? What are some of the changes that you're seeing?
1: Well, I think from an emotional standpoint, uh, the pandemic has allowed people to express their emotion. You know? And I'm not talking about emotional intelligence. I'm talking about emotional health. Um, those, the way that we used to work, the way we used to be in relation uh, was really triggering a lot of negative emotions, but we, very few people were actually expressing it we we would not discuss depression or stress or anxiety in the mm-hmm. workplace that was just definitely not whether it was in a, in a you know how when you first greeted people or in a meeting these were not topics you would discuss whereas today that's something that it's it's out loud it's it's out there and as a result as a, if people are more comfortable expressing their own feeling their own emotions it means as a marketer um, there's an expectation now for brands to do the same and not become those you know, ultra positive and, and perfect brand that we see on Instagram or on social media. We want the real story. Um, and so that's one of the shapes that I'm seeing is uh, brands or, um, dem- or being demanded by consumers to be more authentic and more transparent. And what's interesting is how leaders are reacting to this demand because a lot of them feel very uncomfortable uh, becoming vulnerable Mm -hmm. as individual and as a brand. So that's one of the shift that I'm seeing.
0: So let me ask you this. I know that you authored this book during the pandemic, um, the leadership singularity. Now, being that you explore some, ways to be, as you say, pervasive, persistent, and, you know, you offer businesses more scalable solutions. Um, Do you feel like agile marketing? I mean, do you talk about that in your book? Do you talk about? um, Well,
1: the book is more um, uh, a revelation or an understanding that marketing has harmed the world you know, marketers are in part responsible for the mess that we're in. We've been selling stuff that we don't need. We've been using psychology and technique that are just not um, ethic or ethical. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's more a questioning of the entire industry as a whole, marketers and leadership to come up with a new um, framework Um, because the world doesn't doesn't stop. And we, you know, it's, well, one, one, once we understand um, the damages that we've caused, how do you go about And the book is offering a new way of uh, engaging with marketing, uh, a new way to do marketing, and how marketing and leadership is really kind of the same layer. Um, and I appreciate the question. So I'm going to actually, I think in the book, I share some of the information around context. So I, I covered the first three, which is the context, um, the state of the market, and then society values, and then the third was the customer emotional state. There's two more contexts that I haven't shared yet mm-hmm. um, that are essential um, for marketers who are using an agile marketing approach to add to their marketing uh, agile marketing approach. And so the, f- the fourth one is, the, the, the fourth context is the brand story. And we know that how a story can be powerful, but it can also limit our own growth and adaptation to customers' evolving problems. Actually, many brands have died because they were stuck in their story and they mm. were unable to innovate and adapt. And others thrived uh, by changing their story. So Amazon went from a, being a book reseller to this platform that we know. Netflix went from a, a DVD, an online DVD rental shop to a movie maker and producer, it's quite uh, exceptional. Um, there's even a, a company in Denmark who uh, started as a state-owned oil and gas production company. And in 2016, they uh, staged an IPO uh, as the largest offshore wind farm company in the world. Their company, their, their name is Horsteed. Um, And, of course, there are going to be brands and organizations that that are stuck in their brand story that cannot evolve. I mean, you know, Radio Shack no longer exists, Blockbuster Mm -hmm. no longer exists. So that tells you something about the story that your brand tells to uh, the consumers or the customers. And then the fifth context, which is the most challenging context of all, but to me the most fascinating context, because as a marketer, I'm passionate about neuroscience and psychology. Um, the context is our own and our team worldview um, because it creates our identity. Now, this identity is causing a lot of problem inside and out. Uh, and when I talk about identity, I'm referring to the social identity, which describes the part of the individual sense of self that usually comes from our association with a social group. And of course, we all have a worldview Right. An individual worldview is a set of beliefs that creates predictable models to make sense of the world we live in. And we all need that. I mean, that's how we function. Yet when we get stuck uh, and we take our identity too seriously, you know, our title, our responsibility, that will cause friction. And uh, for two reasons. First, as soon as I start, I choose a story about who I think I am or who my team is. I've got myself a full-time job. You know, My job is now to protect my new identity. I have to be on script when I make choices. Uh, it has to, the, my choices have to make sense with who I am or who my team is. And the second reason is that this professional identity separates us based on our differences instead of bringing everyone together uh, using what we all have in common, and that's why we see, you know, sales and marketing being cats and dogs, or now today is actually marketing and engineering, building website and platform, um, and we also, of course, see challenges between the VPs and the non VPs. Um, so digital intelligence is exactly about understanding our team context, so we can we, we won't get stuck in our own social identity. So that's the fifth challenge, the fifth context that or I feel like really that's one of the biggest
0: ones to be honest because we talk a lot on our series about even when we're I'm trying to think of an example like reviewing a marketing campaign that we have, right, as a company that we have out there, we're always seeing it through our eyes, right? And our mm-hmm. eyes are conditioned to view things the way we want them to be viewed, right, as the company. And we need to always remember that we have to look at things from our consumer's perspective, our, our prospect client's perspective. It's kind of live the life in their shoes, kind of that whole mentality. Um, and I do think the, the world view and the personal view, that plays even more now, I think, into how we're um, communicating with our customers and the experience we're creating and the decisions we're making from a marketing standpoint. I think that's just one of the biggest things right now, for sure.
1: Absolutely. And really, those filters, we have those filters, but we can be aware of them. And one thing that I said to all my clients, which very few people like, but I I, I prepare them myself, okay, I'm going to tell you something that you may not like, but that I've seen happening over and over again. And, th- and it is this, people don't care about your product or your service. What they truly care about is how your product or your service make them feel about mm-hmm. themselves. Once you understand this and you're able to extract your own, you know, eating,
0: um, uh, drinking the Kool-Aid, then you can do anything. It's very true. Um, By the way, Samantha just commented, and I'll share this on the screen. Samantha says she totally agrees and that she's starting a campaign to share stories and insights for her coaching business. And the more transparent I am about struggles and how I'm overcoming or navigating them for my clients or myself, the more impact it makes. People are going through a lot of change, and it is resonating. Samantha, that's a really good point. I just did the other day um, my first Instagram Live. I'm not someone who feels that comfortable going live on social media, as I say that, of course, right, as I'm hosting a live show. (laughs) But I got on there just to vent about something, Samantha and Virginie, and Then I said, hey, if I were to start coming on here live, you know, what would you guys be interested to hear me talk about? And the first thing that someone chimed in with was, I want to see behind the scenes. I want to see behind Mm. the scenes of you hosting a show or doing a commercial or something of that nature. And Mm -hmm. I realized, yeah, because... You guys at home, you sit on the couch, you see a commercial on TV, you see one thing, but you have no idea what's happening behind the scenes to make something like that happen. Right. And so I said, that makes sense that someone would want to see the behind the scenes, how something's done. They don't want to see you performing. They want to see the person that you are kind Mm -hmm. of. Going through it, experiencing it, because through your experience, the people watching feel like they can experience it. And I think Samantha just brought up a good point that ties into what you're saying, Virginie. When you are giving people almost the unfiltered, real look, right, at the hardships, at the struggles, at how you solved a problem, it resonates with them because they don't feel alone and they see that other people are going through similar struggles. And then that creates an emotional connection, right? Or you've showed how your product or service can help them with their need and then they see the value in you, right? Right. And what
1: you're also doing by sharing and opening your own authenticity is really telling other people that you trust them. Not only you trust them with your most, you know, uncomfortable experiences and feeling, but by sharing more and not just sharing what you want others to think you're empowering other people you're telling them here's how i've done it pick and choose what works for you so you're really giving them this um, feeling that they can do it too by themselves it's this self-authoring leadership that we're all or craving for this sense of agency um, and when when you create a context of trust in an organization or in a team and you empower people, you you give them a place to voice themselves, their true selves, Mm
0: -hmm. it creates
1: a sense of belonging. Um, And so in the same way, in addition to following the agile marketing approach, entrepreneurs and businesses who want to adapt need to be acutely aware of their own context, competitive landscape, society, society values, customer's emotion, brand story, and their own limited worldview. And really, I've seen that when employees work uh, or in an, an agile environment, not, so not just in agile marketing, uh, in a marketing team, but in all the various departments, they report a greater overall sense of satisfaction and pride in their work because they feel more empowered. They have greater clarity in how their role impacts the business and as a result, they create a more collaborative work environment, which really leads to innovation. So,
0: Absolutely. Samantha also commented, agile is all about self-organizing.
1: Mm-hmm. Very true. Very yeah. true. Absolutely.
0: Real, thank you so much for your comments and for being interactive with us today, Samantha. Um, is there anything else you'd like to share about the concept of agile marketing? Do you have any, maybe let's just say like beginner Agile Marketing 101 tips, right? That you can maybe share with our audience or maybe, I don't know, like if someone doesn't feel like they are using an Agile Marketing approach, do you have some maybe suggested reading for them? Tell us just, if someone came to you and said, I don't really understand Agile Marketing, I'd love your help to understand it better, right? How do mm-hmm. I how do I incorporate that? tactical style into my business? What, what would you say to them?
1: So the good thing is that in today's world, there's an abundance of information. So if anyone is interested, they can Google and they'll find tons of very practical, easy to follow process, and they'll get uh, to learn and practice the best ways to actually practice. Um, so that's one thing. I also find that um, there's another area that is very close to agile marketing and very often used in addition to agile marketing which is growth hacking Um, and in the growth hacking what you do is you put a team a diverse team together so you would put a a data analyst you would put a a graphic designer software engineer and a marketer together and by bringing people with various with different background um, it's very agile because you create that collaboration and everybody has a different they're bringing their own context and that mm-hmm. is um, one way to start, uh, especially if those people are not familiar with agile marketing, they'll be less likely to, you know, um, do past, beha- reproduce past behavior, and they'll be more inclined in trying something new because agile marketing is all about trying something new. Um, so that would be my, my advice.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing some of your insights today on agile marketing and how we can use it to gain more success in 2022 and beyond. I do want to share um, how our audience can connect with you, Virginie. And I know that they can do that via LinkedIn. So you guys, the spelling of her name, especially if you're listening on the podcast, is going to be Virginie, V-I-R-G-I-N-I-E, last name Glazier. G-L-A-E-N-Z-E-R. So find her on LinkedIn. Please connect with her and drop her a note that you saw her or heard her on the Engage Digital Marketing Intelligence podcast or live stream. And then her website. Let's talk a little bit about Acorn Agency. I know your web website is acornoak.net and your email is virginie at acornoak.net. Let's talk a little bit about exactly what your agency does and 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 the type of clients that you work with?
1: Sure. So we are a cooperative powered by women of experience. And what we do is we either come in as a marketing team, uh, two to three people at a time on various projects, or as fractional CMO, and fractional CMO seems to be what we're being called more than uh, traditional marketing nowadays. Especially starting the new year, uh, we usually uh, so this is when we come in in an organization one to two days per week uh, on a three to six months contract or time frame, and we solved all sort of uh, problem from culture disconnection, leadership malpractices to lack of strategy or uh, strategy that needs to be refined or even marketing campaigns that are not performing. Um, and we're almost like employee because we're uh, responsible for the outcome, for the result. Um, but we have this perspective that allows us to not be um, tied to any, you know, um, personal things that we would get. If you have a full-time job, you know, there's you're going to try to protect a little bit your job. And in our case, we don't have anything to protect. So we are here for the client uh, and only for the client. Uh, and we work with uh, all kinds of all industry and all size of mostly small to mid-sized organization uh, who cannot afford a, a CMO. And
0: um, that's it. I love that business practice, by the way, because that's a lot. It has a lot of similarities to what Engage does. If you're missing certain tools in your portfolio of tools, communication tools, uh, CRM, um, different customer experience tools, you can go to our website, right, which is a cloud-based software, and you can basically build a toolbox of tools that you can use for your business at little to no cost, right? Especially if you don't have a tech, um, a tech team, right? Um, someone who is skilled in, in tech and integration, you can do this at such little or no cost. And it, and it kind of reminds me of a similar business model that you have going on. If you don't have the budget to have a CMO full-time, you can use a company like Virginie's to bring in the expert, bring in that tool to use for a specific period of time to help solve certain problems and, and help get things, um, you know, get things off the ground or get things organized and, and have them help you with certain things. I just think that's, I feel like this is the way of the world now. It, people don't want to buy the whole enchilada. They don't like all the ingredients or they don't need all the ingredients. They want to be able to pick tools, pick services, um, pick individuals, right, that have, um, you know, certain strengths that their company needs without feeling like they need to, you know, overpay for things that they don't need. So I applaud you on using that um, that system. It seems to be um, very beneficial for not only you, um, but obviously also the companies and the clients that you're helping.
1: Absolutely.
0: Let me also share your book. Um, I know that you are offering a, a free uh, complimentary digital copy of your book. So I'd love to share the link with our audience. If you're listening on the podcast, uh, the link to get a copy, a digital complimentary copy of um, Virginie's book which is called, again, The Leadership Singularity, which was just published September of 2020, you can go to www.acornoak.net forward slash leadership dash singularity. And that is where Virginie is offering a free digital print of her book. And let's just for a minute, because I think it's so interesting, let's talk quickly about this novel that you just published. <laughs> it is available um, on Am- Amazon, so you're not only an official Published author for you know books in terms of your specialty and your niche, but you actually published a novel. Uh, What made you decide to write a novel, Virginie?
1: It was not a decision. (laughs) It was I woke up one morning and I started on a blank piece of you know I was actually in Paris, which is in the book literally. I was sitting there's a a chapter where the the hero uh, or the main character is uh, looking at a beautiful statue. Uh, in Paris in the fourth arrondissement and uh, I started writing that was it and at first it was just snippets of things and it only took shape uh, about two months later Um, and this is a really interesting book from the review that I've got on Amazon so far it reads very fast it's only 31,000 words and it's a It's a story that is happening in 1999, so there's a little bit of backlash for those who are from that era or those who don't know what was happening. There was no phone um, and it's a story of uh, uh, two voices, two people who are meeting and um, I won't say more. There's a kind of a twist at the end. Um, I'm actually looking for a a publishing company and in the midst of that search I'm connecting with agent, etc. I'm kind of Testing a little bit the story, and um, so that's why I published it. And uh, I will host with another person a monthly discussion on those chapter. It's a mix of business and um, mindfulness, or you know, kind of a deep dive on the purpose, individual purpose, and uh, should be interesting. Some interesting conversation.
0: Well, congratulations for bringing
1: that up. It's it's very new. It's a little bit. Uh, stressful because I, again, I, you know, that voices in my head was uh, trying to protect me and telling me, but you're not an author and English is not even your first language. So what are you doing writing, you know, writing this book, but I kind of, I was able to not listen to, to her and I have some very supporting, supporting people around me that uh, actually pushed me to do it. So
0: that's wonderful. I always say that when people explore new hobbies and new interests um, and things outside of their business specialty and their niche. It mm-hmm. always makes them a better business person. Um, so I applaud you for going out on, on really a risk, something that you weren't comfortable with out of your comfort zone, because mm-hmm. I, I know that's only going to make you an even more sassy and, you know, savage businesswoman, more of a maven. And I want to congratulate you on all of your success. And thank you so much for sharing your time with us today.
1: Thank you, so It was a pleasure to have this conversation. Thank you for the opportunity to share what is uh, agile marketing and um, digital intelligence. And there's so much we can we can say. So, if anyone has any question, I'm happy to have a, another conversation or share. And uh, I would love to do a, a blog post with some of those uh, ideas and maybe links for people to do their own to to have their own journey in that practice.
0: That would be great. Now, before I let you go, Virginie, at the end of every show, I share what is called our Engage Digital Marketing News of the Week, and I'd love to invite you to stay with me for just a moment, and I'll share with you this week's news of the week, which is really an update on social media. And if if if, and I do see so many of you watching on LinkedIn, many of you may have been following us last year. We do this show usually twice a week. We've been exploring all different things that have to do with digital marketing, digital marketing intelligence, and You know, sometimes we share a piece of news at the end of the show. Sometimes it's a tip or a trend, and it can relate to anything in digital marketing. So I'd love for you to share your thoughts on this, Virginie, because recently Instagram introduced link stickers, which is the ability to add links to Instagram stories and an option that is now available to all users, not just users with 10,000 followers or more, which was the case before. So, the news is this option is very simple, and it displays a sticker when ta- that, when tapped, opens to an external link. Now, this feature has been extended to with new options that allow users to customize the customize the link label text as well. So, instead of www.acornoak.net, you can actually even customize the text so it just says Acorn Oak. Um, The new option appears as a customizable sticker text link, and if you click it, you are able to enter your custom call-to-action text, such as tip, you know, to drive more links. Try titling your sticker with a strong call-to-action, like sign up for 15% off, or shop the sale, or again... Acorn Oak to help your digital marketing needs, whatever it may be. So this is unique because in the past, you had to have a certain number of followers to be able to utilize this tool. Instagram, we know, has really been working hard to push e-commerce and allow uh, brands to promote. Do you have any thoughts or um, have you had any experience using links on your LinkedIn stories or any chance that you would use that feature in the future?
1: Um, I haven't. I know that some people who have, and we do very often uh, Instagram campaigns, advertising, uh, and post, and you know, working on content. I find it, you know, thank God it's happening. I just don't understand why it took so long for social media platform to open open themselves up. And I think it's just a legacy. Uh, even though we're still in it, in an economy that thrives on competition, but mm-hmm. the the idea that we're in a scare world scarce world. And so when you acquire a customer, you have to, you know, create gates and keep them in. Um, I, as a marketer and, and you know, thought leader, I'm, I'm really having some discussion with other people and, and even reflection on what is the next economy. Uh, and it's certainly not an economy based on scarcity. Um, the Peer networks, this ability that we have to connect one another, you know, with one another over, over the internet, and the um, open source, uh, open knowledge, these are signs of abundance. And I think today, in today's world, when we create a new business, um, it's important to know that the, the economy is going to evolve um, towards a world where there's more abundance. Abundance doesn't mean having more than what you need. It's really having enough. So uh, it's a good thing. I'm excited to use it. Uh, I actually ha- I have a client that is, that is using it. So I'll, I'll check with them just to make sure that they're using it correctly. But
0: um, it's great. It's great. And, and we all know influencer marketing is a big thing right now. So it's a great way for businesses to use influencer marketers who have 10,000 followers or less. Because one thing we've learned is it doesn't matter how many followers you have. It matters what your engagement is. You can have exactly. millions and millions of followers, but if your engagement is low because you bought all your Ooh. followers, that doesn't help any brand, right, um, in terms of, you know, using you as an influencer. You could have under 10,000 followers, but have a very high engagement rate and be very good at connecting with your followers so that, you know, it now gives companies the chance to use what we call micro-influencers to uh, to promote their brands and their products. So, Well, listen, Virginie, again, I want to thank you so much for joining us. If you're just joining us and you missed the talk, please connect with Virginie on LinkedIn. You can find her using the spelling of her name, V-I-R-G-I-N-I-E, last name, G-L-A-E-N-Z-E-R. Connect with her on LinkedIn. Please drop her a note that you saw or heard her on the Engage Digital Marketing live stream or podcast and i would love for you guys to stick around virginie i'm going to say thank you so much for joining up, joining me again have a wonderful and successful and healthy 2222
1: thank you very much marie Science. same to you thank you for having me
0: you're most welcome ooh let me go back to me Boom. All right. You guys, thank you so much for joining me. Um, it has been such a wonderful time to kick off 22-22 with you. I do. You know, I had a longer holiday break like many of us did. This is our first show of the new year. I really felt like I had to kind of dust dust my, dust myself off a little bit and kind of remember how I do this, right? But listen, we're going to be coming to you every single week here on LinkedIn, on Facebook, on YouTube with two fantastic guests, two shows each week. We've got a few more shows left of our original series uh, that is Engage, Digital Marketing Intelligence for Startups. And then we're going to be diving into Shopify and e-commerce as the basis of our next six months uh, of shows. So we're excited about that. Um, If you have a colleague or somebody who has experience with Shopify, I'd love to hear from you because we are recruiting guests for our new series, which starts next week, LinkedIn.com. I am Marissa, I'm the Marissa Morgan, and my email is marissa.m at engage.com. Feel free to reach out to me if you or someone you know has experience with Shopify and e-commerce platforms, because we'd love to recruit you to come onto our show as a guest. And I also want to share with you, of course, to connect with our company, Engage, on LinkedIn, because that's where you'll get notified of upcoming shows. Our next show, by the way, is going to be Thursday. Our guest is an executive coach and a remote team expert. Her name is Shauna Moran. She'll be joining us, I believe it's a 1 p.m. Eastern show. And our show will explore the secrets to managing your remote e-commerce team more effectively. We all know right now that remote working and remote workers and remote environments is really becoming more of the norm. And if you have an e-commerce team um, that is working remote, Shauna is going to share some excellent tips to help manage them and help help. To grow and scale your e-commerce business. So join me back here Thursday and check out Engage, N-G-A-G-G-E on LinkedIn. Look for the rainbow colored cog. Connect with us there so that you can get more updates on our shows. Now, last but not least, I just want to share quickly that you can find the replay of today's show in our live show library. It will be there in just a few days. And that is a great way to go and re-listen to today's show if you tuned in late. It's a great way to share the link to today's show if you'd like to share it with colleagues who may benefit from Virginie's insights. And it's a great way to to go ahead and watch previous shows. Maybe you're looking for more information on how to be successful on TikTok. Well, we have a show where we discuss that. Maybe you want to understand more about... Uh, influencer marketing, which we just you know touched on at the end of today's show. We've did a show on that. There's a great search field so you can search for different topics. And we have done 54 shows to date. So we're really proud of our series. Please go to Um, it's going to be, let me share. It's going to be engage.com forward slash live dash show dash library. And that is where Virginie's show will live starting in just a few days. So please visit that, share the link with your friends and colleagues And again, I just want to thank you guys so much for joining me today for the first show of 2022. It's going to be a fantastic year. We've got so much to offer you. We already have about 14 guests booked already for the beginning of this year. So be sure to join me Thursday. And don't forget to visit us on LinkedIn at N-G-A-G-G-E. Give us a follow. That way you can be up to date on all of our shows and get notifications when we go live. You guys, on behalf of myself and the entire team at Engage, I want to thank you so much for joining me. Uh, We'll see you back here Thursday and our guest will be Shauna Moran. So thank you all so much. We'll talk to you soon.